Gentlemen. This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. All right, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio, live inside of Club Pod. Steve Olsher hanging out with you. Super excited. Super excited for today. We got the ladies from Dear Young Queen. Ask Ashley, Ashley Weatherspoon. Uh, oh, Gary's in the house as well. Sweet. Welcome, Gary. Ashley North as well. Good to see everybody. And uh, I got to tell you, this is, um, this, this is just goes to speak to the power of Clubhouse because Gary and I first connected uh, actually over on LinkedIn and then we connected over here in uh, Clubhouse. And then Gary was like, hey, we got some really interesting, fun things going on. We should talk about it for Podcast Magazine. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's talk about that. And he sent it over and like, damn, well, that's pretty damn amazing what you've got going on. And then he's like, well, how about we do some rooms together? And I was like, that sounds great. Who you got? Who you want to bring in? And he's like, well, there's, you know, who else are we going to start with? But Ashley and Ashley. So let me do this, Gary. I want to give you the opportunity to uh, introduce your friends because you've known these lovely women longer than I have. Uh, I've definitely got some questions as well. We're going to open it up for you guys to ask questions here uh, as well. And so let me let me just turn it over to you, Gary, man. I want to make sure and thank you for getting this all figured out. I know we had a couple stumbling blocks mm, out of the gate, but it looks like we got it under control. So Gary, you, uh, first of all, hey, man, how you doing? I'm well. I'm well, Steve. What's up, my man? Uh, thank you again. Thanks again. Glad we connected over on LinkedIn. We chatted, um, you know, and then we jumped to emails and here we are. So uh, first of all, thank you. Congrats also to not only in the magazine, uh, in the age of digital, you were able to launch a print magazine that's doing extremely well. So congrats on that. Uh, and of course, you came over to Clubhouse and completely took over <laughs> with Club Pod. Um, so you are the guy now when it comes to podcast conversations in Clubhouse. So congrats. I'm uh, very excited to be here. So my name is Gary. For those that don't know me well, my name is Gary Kwashi. I am the founder and CEO of Pod Digital Media. We are the first multicultural podcast agency network. After spending a total of 16 years in digital advertising, working for some of the largest agencies from MediaCom to Omnicom, uh, realized that there was an opportunity uh, to really work with multicultural podcasters, bridging the gap between their shows uh, and these tier one advertisers to help them reach a multicultural segment within the podcast ecosystem. So I left corporate uh, and I started Pod Media in 2018. We started with five uh, podcasters. Now we work with a little bit over 400 podcasters. We started with zero advertisers. And now we work with a little bit over 200 advertisers from Procter & Gamble, Ford, Toyota, Lexus, uh, um, HBO Showtime, and of course the DTC brands that had made the space extremely popular. We work with everyone. Uh, that being said, we work with uh, with a slew of podcasters. Uh, ask I mean, Ashley Ashley Weatherspoon, who's a personal friend, uh, and of course also my neighbor uh, was like Gary. I have this great I, you know I've created this great platform, Dear Young Queen. I need to expand it, um, and I'm like you know you need to create a podcast. You know we need those conversations that you know that's happening on your blog. We need to you know we need to uh, translate that into audio. And she launched Ask Ashley, uh, I would say about three months ago. Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, Ash. 10, 10, uh, 20. And the show's been, 10, 10, 20, right. Uh, and the show's been doing extremely well. You know, from the conversation that she has, she has two different perspectives from her, from her perspective, a single female living in New York City to a married best friend, Ashley, uh, who lives in uh, Los Angeles. I mean, I'll let them talk about that a bit more. Uh, but yeah, the show's been doing extremely well. We've been able to really deliver some strong partners to their show. Uh, a lot of advertisers show a lot of interest. Yesterday, we had a great conversation with the folks who had PhD, 
her and I led a conversation as to how brands should be speaking to black women. So overall, net net, I'm extremely proud of her. The show's doing well. The platform the Young Queens is doing extremely well. Uh, so we figured this would be a great time during International Women's Month to have no one like her that not only as a creator, but also as a businesswoman uh, to be part of this conversation. So that being said, Ash, I would like to pass you the mic to introduce yourself, introduce your best friend and really talk about your platform. Awesome. Thanks, GC. And Steve, thanks for having us on. We're really excited to be here. Um, Clubhouse is a favorite of Ashley and I. Uh, we, we host our podcast debrief every week on Clubhouse in the Dear Young Queen room. So we're always anxious to get on somebody's stage uh, and spark up a good conversation. So yeah, uh, my name is Ashley Weatherspoon. And I created, uh, I'm the founder of Dear Young Queen. I created Dear Young Queen um, January 2019. And it started as my personal blog. Um, and since then, it's basically blossomed into a community and, well, quite frankly, a home of the sorts for women. Um, whether you're on, if you're on Instagram, chances are you've seen our blogs, our posts, our memes, our videos. You've seen something. We're doing over a million impressions a week, and it's all because of the incredible women that are willing to shed some of their skin and, and, and have some real conversations with women that are not in their immediate circle. Um, we, uh, women, women who are willing to laugh at themselves, uh, women who are willing to share some of their deepest secrets, and honestly, women who are just down to connect on the the fuckery, pardon my language, of what we all go through as women. Um, and so in October of last year, like Gary said, I decided to grab my best friend and take these conversations and all, all that I saw brewing on, online with these women and, and bring it to the microphone. And so about, like Gary said, in October, 10, 10, 20, we went ahead and launched uh, Ask Ashley. We're just two best friends from two very different coasts, like he said, New York and LA, with two completely different points of view who just coach each other through this thing that we call life. Um, Ash, you want to tell them a little bit about yourself and the podcast? Yeah. Hi, guys. My name is Ashley North, and I am a wardrobe stylist based in Los Angeles, California. I'm also a mother. So like Ash said, we um, and Gary said, also, we we come from two very different perspectives. Um, we're two best friends from two coasts with two very different points of view, coaching each other through this thing called life. That's kind of like our, our spiel for our podcast. That's how we try and get you guys in to listen to us. <laughs> but um, our podcast, Ask Ashley, the podcast comes out every Saturday morning around the 9 a.m. hour. And we spend most of our time discussing the unbelievable hilariously offensive shit that we all go through from failed relationships and disaster dates to trying to balance marriage and pairing parenting a terrorist like four-year-old and i'm the one with the terrorist four-year-old mm. luckily I, i'm on set right now so she won't be trying to jump in the clubhouse because she also loves clubhouse <laughs> <laughs> and i'm the one full of disaster date stories that keep us laughing um, at, at kind of the madness of what it means to be a woman uh, in 2021. That's oh, awesome. Really appreciate you guys hanging out here. And we're going to open it up for questions for sure. So if you I have never been in Club Pod before, one of the things that we love that you do here is showing some love to the club by changing over your profile image just to rep Club Pod while you're hanging out with us. So those are typically the ones that we bring up first. If you change over that profile picture, I'll do the pull to refresh, little PTR there. And uh, you can see how Kelly and Haley and uh, Manny and some of the others are already showing some love to the club, Lauren as well. So thank you for that. Uh, and definitely. Oh, come on, Steve. We could have had our club pod photos ready too. I know, right? Now you know. Now you know for the next time. Uh, but yeah, ping some people in there. Hit that plus sign at the bottom and, and uh, let's, let's get this blown up here for Ashley and Ashley. Let, let me ask, well, I guess this is open for, uh, for 
Gary, Ashley, Ashley, whoever wants to answer this. Let me just ask you guys a question, uh, just as it relates specifically to the success that you've had uh, on social media, the success that you've had through podcasting. How are, how are you guys seeing that translate? You said you love Clubhouse. Your daughter loves Clubhouse, Ashley. To, mm, give us an understanding of what you were seeing in the world of social audio and the crossover between the work that you're doing. Is it complementary to? Is it in lieu of? What, what, what's your take on all this fun stuff insofar as social audio is concerned? Yeah. Um, awesome. I feel like Ashley and I were kind of early, uh, earlier to Clubhouse, right? Uh, we kind of joined in this August, September type time and immediately got a club up. Uh, and, and that allowed us to kind of just gather. Um, it allowed us to gather our women in one place. Um, and actually communicate with them. We spent so much time between the podcast and social media and also virtual events with this lag time, right? With us throwing an idea into the universe and then waiting for a comment or waiting for a DM or waiting for someone to respond. And Clubhouse all of a sudden gave us that instant access. And what it did is it also sparked a lot of ideas for new content. I feel like sometimes Ashley and I were sitting in Clubhouse rooms and somebody would say something that was literally gonna be our topic for the very next week. Um, And it was exciting. It was super exciting. Yeah, I love that. And and so for those of you uh, who are not familiar with the, actually, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the club that you uh, that you guys opened up and and uh, how how's it doing? What sort of rooms are you doing in there on a consistent basis? Yeah, totally. So the club is the Dear Young Queen Club, um, and basically it's a club where we just like women to join. We have a Wednesday night room, which is a collaboration with another set of bloggers, uh, and then we have a Friday night room, which is the Ashley and Ashley podcast debrief. So there's two clubs a week um, and we don't allow members to start clubs for for now, but we are working on some programming that we think will allow members to do that. Mm -hmm. But basically in that club, we talk about, again, all things on your journey to womanhood. Last night we we had a great room about my account or joint accounts and the idea of sharing finances while dating when to introduce those conversations, what conversations you can have in the early stages and when you should start merging your finances. Um, and then tomorrow's Friday night's room, Ashley, is on over-financializing, are women over-financializing men? Mm. We're going to use some current pop songs that are on the radio and how, you know, women are screaming for men to take care of them in certain ways and really explore, have we taken that concept too far or maybe we haven't? Yeah, appreciate that. And thanks for the clarifications there. And I, and I know you guys have been doing it for a while and, you know, it's interesting, right? So here in Club Pod... We actually have 60 club pod leaders who are able to open rooms. They've been trained and, um, you know, I mean, it's tricky, right? When you give people the opportunity just to simply go ahead and, and, and open rooms. And you, I mean, we started doing that at first and then we're like, no, hold on. We got to, we got to kind of reel this in and have a process for it. And so now we, we have a group of, uh, of club pod leaders that we actually take through a particular process. They've got an admin agreement that they have to sign and, you know, our, our goal really here in Club Pod is to elevate the podcast industry as a whole, one room at, at a time. And so there has to be a certain amount of vetting that that folks go through, right? And so are you finding Clubhouse to be kind of a, for lack of a better term, kind of a, a free-for-all? Or are you finding the conversations to, to be pretty consistent with, with what you're seeing on other channels? Well, first of all, I think that's super smart. The idea that you're training your moderators is brilliant. And I'm going to have to just maybe steal that like an artist, if you don't mind, Steve. Um, Because I agree, right? It's like, I want to create a safe space where people can curate 
can have wonderful conversations, but you can't just trust everybody to do that, right? People's experience and exposure varies. And you hate to be the person that's cutting off the person who started a room and you're like, no, 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 this isn't on brand, gotta go, right? Mm. <laughs> it kind of defeats the purpose of opening up a space for people. So I think that that's super smart. I might try to jump on that bandwagon and and, and just identify some like team leads for lack of better words, right? To, to lead the rooms. Um, Ash, I know you've been, been navigating the fashion circles on Clubhouse. Um, maybe you can better answer his question is if you, are you finding what you need on Clubhouse or are the rooms, fashion rooms a little watered down? Uh, wh what are you thinking? Yeah, um, I think that what I've, what I've learned about Clubhouse over the last few months being a part of it, and um, I'm not an, as avid a user as Ashley W is, but um, I am kind of part of the fashion community on here as well. And what I found is that um, I think there's a lot of rooms that are moderated really well and you can get a lot out of them. Um, I've been in the fashion industry for some time. So um, on my end of it, I um, I end up kind of being more on the coaching end of it. So I'll come up as a panelist and you know people will ask questions like how to get into the fashion industry. And I think it's such a beneficial tool. Like, you know, I've been in fashion now for 15 years and to think about how amazing it would have been to have this type of platform when I was starting, to, you know, to have access to these people who are doing exactly what you wanna do and being able to ask them questions and, you know, have access to them in that way. It's so cool. Um, I think that, you know, Clubhouse is kind of, whatever you put into it, I think is what you get out. So there's a lot of rooms that maybe aren't as helpful as others, but I think if you find the rooms that are moderated really, really well and, you know, pull in the, the moderators that really have knowledge on what they're talking about, I think they can be extremely beneficial. And I've really, I've learned a lot and, um, you know, hopefully I've shared knowledge with others as well. But she's also sat in rooms in the audience with these masters, uh, masters of the craft that are also not masters of the craft. You can tell those stories too, Ashley. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I have I have a few uh, horror stories that maybe you could you could say. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, when you get you get in the room and someone else is telling you how to do a job you've been doing for twenty years and mm. you've been doing for six months. Those ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now those uh, and, and there's there's a lot of folks who quite quickly have become experts in, let's just say, things that they may not have been experts in before Clubhouse. And, um, you know, those the, the, you got to take a lot of that stuff with a grain of salt, which is kind of interesting. And the, the other side of it is I can't figure out this, this Clubhouse algorithm for the life of me in terms of like how things work in terms of uh, attendance. Like we'll, we'll open a room and there will be 250, 300 people in there. And the people that we have on as co-mods have like zero following. So like, that's got nothing to do with it. Then we'll open up other rooms and there'll be like 20 people. And it's like, I can't, I don't know if you guys are are, are seeing any of that or are able to solve for any of that, but maybe we'll have our own little sort of inner circle here and see if we can't uh, get to some solutions uh, around that because there's something going on and I just, I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's so early. It's so embryonic and, and you know, reality is we're all still just trying to, to figure out things. But Gary, Gary, let me ask you a question, man, because... It seems like, and I don't even know how to say this in a way where I, that I won't get hate mail, but I'll say it because that's just kind of who I am. It seems to me like a, a podcast that is uh, that is hosted by women, and specifically women who are black, are kind of in the catbird seat at this moment. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but like as a white man, like I'm having 
I'm not going to say a tougher time, but I think it's actually harder for me as a white man with a podcast to find the people that you go to to say, hey, support what Ashley and Ashley are doing because they're black women. It, has a, it seems like the tide has turned. <laughs> what are you seeing out there, man? And, 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 I'm, and I hope that doesn't come across the wrong way. No, not at all. It's actually um, the conversation that Ashley and I had yesterday with the agency, uh, PhD, which is part of Omnicom, was, was we, we, we touched on that. It's like all of a sudden it seems like there's this slew, you know, there is this, uh, there is this thirst for brands to feel the need to connect to black women, and it doesn't feel authentic. Right. It doesn't necessarily feel genuine mm. because they just want to capitalize on the current climate right now. Uh, and one of the one of the things that I mentioned and Ashley also said is that it doesn't just coming on board during Black History Month or during International Women's Month to do a campaign. Then you disappear for 12 months. Doesn't feel right. It's not the right way to integrate, uh, you know, with the audience, whether that's black women or black male, whatever the multicultural segment. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel authentic. Um, so what we're saying is that we're trying to change the conversation to say, hey, look, uh, if you're really looking to reach uh, African-American female, don't just come on board for, you know, for one off investments are basically dead. Come on board, really build, treat this the same way you treat your other channels, search social programmatic with the full funnel approach, be part of the conversation at the upper funnel, lead them, drive them down to the middle, you know, to the middle part of the funnel. Then lastly, when you're ready uh, for, for them to purchase, let's go at the bottom of the funnel. Uh, and right now what they're doing is they're just saying, hey, here's some talking points. Go ahead and talk to your audience and tell your audience to buy your product. So it doesn't quite feel authentic. But to your point, we are seeing a lot more, um, you know, a lot more requests from the RFPs that we're getting for women of color more than even, you know, than men of color, right? And I feel like it's just because they're really trying to capitalize right now uh, on the current climate, the power of the women, International Women's Month, um, and they just want to be aligned with them. And and I'll I'll say something, Steve. I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. It, it it feels really good. Um, I think you're right. <laughs> right. Why <laughs> you not? <laughs> and and I'll tell you why it feels really good. It feels really good because for the first time, I I'm feeling and understanding that our voices matter and are valued. Mm. So for the first time, I can I've been building a platform for women and women of color for a year and a half. Yeah. It feels really good 18 months later to find someone to have someone look at me and say, hey, your voices matter. And I actually want to spend my brand dollars here and I want to spend my marketing budget here with you. Mm -hmm. And I actually want to learn how to speak to your people. And it's it's kind of beautiful. And, and I know that it's like a moment in time. Right. And and I want to capitalize on it. And Ashley and I are excited to to be some of the black faces that can help lead this. Um, but it's time. Yeah, it's really time that that it happened and that that people and brands looked at us and wanted to hear our voices. Mm -hmm. Right. But Ash, let's talk about a bit more. Is it do you feel like this is will be long term or do you feel like it's short term? And how does that make you feel just knowing that they're just trying to take advantage of this current climate? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the conversation we had yesterday. And, and Ashley, feel free to jump in on this because you and I talk about this all the time. Right. Um, it's we're, we're in we're in an in a moment in time right now where we're, we're having this equality equity conversation. Right. Um, and it is beautiful for a brand like, and we're just using these brands, please, Gary, don't kill me. It's beautiful for a brand like uh, Canada dry ginger ale to want to participate in a Juneteenth event, but it doesn't feel good if I don't hear back from Canada dry at any other point during the year. Mm. Um, 
I also am less of a believer if Canada Dry comes in and wants to do a June 9th, Juneteenth celebration. And then I pitch them myself three different ideas that they're not into. Right. And I think that black creators are going to be in an interesting space where they can decide which brands they align themselves with because we can decide who's authentic in their approach and who's not. Yeah, it's a great point. And so, I mean, to that end, is it and just because this is one of those I mean, the best way to put it is we're we're in it's a it's sort of foreign territory. It's a, it's a unique moment in time that hopefully just becomes how things is and we how things are and we don't look back and we go, yeah, you know, that was just sort of one of those, um, I don't know, just sort of an anomaly in time here where they were like, oh, you know, we got to do this, we got to do that just as a brand, this, that, and the other. Like to me, it feels to me like there is so much more of a movement in terms of the, just not even the acceptance, but just sort of the normalization. And, and are you feeling that there's just a shift towards normalization versus acceptance? And let me just throw it out to one of the I Ashleys think, here. Yeah. I think we're a long way from feeling normalization. Mm. Um, I don't know if that would be the word that I would go with. Um, and I think that you might be giving it a little bit more credit. It's still very early, mm-hmm. right? We're still watching commercials where they keep Zoom. These are, you guys, I think Gary and I referenced this the other day. There's like that insurance commercial, right, that played recently and during the Super Bowl it was all white faces and then a few weeks later it was all black faces mm. right they didn't actually even create new creative yeah they literally just switched the faces mm-hmm. so I don't think that we're as far along um as it feels right we're just actually starting to get the attention we're just actually starting to get heads turned our way um and it's a little bit mind-blowing Steve when I think about it because Ashley and I we look at our demographic right It's women 22 to 44, educated, career women, all in complete control of their purchasing power. Mm -hmm. Why are we not targeting them, right? Why why are brands like Toyota not looking at Ashley and I dead in our face because it's some of our first cars when we get our car? You know what I mean? Like It's mind-blowing that these women who are in complete control, brands, it's taking something like, you know, George Floyd, which sparked this entire climate over the summer to even look our direction. It, 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 it's nuts to me, but in the same time, exciting and, and feeling like we can do some, we can make some meaningful change. Yeah. Gary, let me ask you a question, man. As far as like CPMs or as far as dollars are concerned, you're, well, you're in a pretty unique position because you're, I mean, you're able to see a lot of the deals that are done. Is there still a disparity between the deals that are done for, you know, people of color. I mean, because again, you represent a lot of different types of shows. Is, is there still a disparity, or, or or are we pretty much on par? Absolutely, there is still a disparity. There 100%. is. Okay. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. I mean, I mean, I'm still doing lunch and learns where I got to tell you know where I'm teaching clients you know Fortune 500 brands the power of the multicultural segment and the way they should be addressing them. Uh, and they're saying, oh, that's a, you know, that's a creative issue. You know, the creative team don't have the bandwidth to create those additional assets just, speak, just to speak to the African-American community. Uh, so therefore, we have to ship those dollars to the general market. So, no, mm-hmm. there's still, there is certainly a disparity in terms, of, in terms of dollars being spent. And there is a recent Nielsen study that came about that shows that the multicultural segment is the largest growing segment that's listening to podcasts. Yeah, it's one I saw of the that. best channels to reach them. Right, right. So therefore, you think that would spark some some interest and they'll say, hey, look, you know, now that the multicultural segment, not only do they have the buying power and then here's this environment where once they feel connected with their host, we can certainly integrate or bring seamlessly as part of the conversation. And let's, let's put a dollars there. It's still not happening. So 
it certainly still a constant battle. I mean, I'm, in these, I'm at these agencies on a daily basis just fighting for dollars uh, and still proving out the fact that we do have a segment that does, you know, that does have the buying power that also has, you know, that certainly uh, is growing. And, and the way that we have to fight for those dollars, it's still a bit, it's still not, um, it's not, the, it's, it's a bit stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, we're still a long way to go. Um, but they're starting to be much more aware of it, which is good. But we need those dollars to start being funneled uh, through the MC segment. Yeah. Devin, I know you had your hand up and uh, you were unmuted there for a second. So go ahead and unmute yourself and uh, fire all your question either for Ashley and Ashley uh, or for Gary, please. Um, great podcast, Lou. I just joined. Um, but great conversation so far. Welcome. Um, Come closer to the phone. We want you in the bring, – bring yourself to the phone. <laughs> you are far away. <laughs> Come join oh. us. We won't bite. Come closer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, can you hear me now? A little better, but yeah, okay. Anyway, what's your question? Um, <laughs> so, I've never heard of the Dear Young Queens podcast. What? So now, yes. Well, technically it's the um, Ask Ashley podcast, but the Dear Young Queen is kind of the the, the, the brand, if you will, but they, they can explain it much better than I can, but that's generally speaking, it's so, the Ask Ashley podcast. Yes. First of all, what's the podcast about, and like, what do you, like, what do you, how long have you guys been doing it? Yeah, sure. Um, So we launched our podcast October 10th, 2020. And what Ashley and I like to say is that our podcast is an escape. We're not experts at anything. We don't want to teach you anything. We don't want to promise to have all the answers. What we want you to do is we want to invite you in on our weekly catch up. We have a couple different segments in our show from our weekly catch up to our Dear Young Queen meme of the week where we explore maybe one meme that performed extraordinary well on social media this week. Um, Ashley's our resident television guide. Ashley, why don't you tell me about your TV segment? Yeah, I call myself um, a TV whore. And I pretty much watch anything. And so I've kind of created a TV segment where I kind of give you guys the dish each week on what I'm watching and should you watch it, yes or no. And this <laughs> week, we she stepped her TV segment up. Her TV recommendation for this week is All American. And then we actually had um, Breeze from All American and Empire as our guest for this week. So she's like really taking her segment extra serious. Dead serious about this, guys. I plan on bringing you more uh, more uh, TV actors in the near future. So stay move tuned. over. Move over, Ebert. She's on the way. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Well, thanks, Devin. Let's uh, let's give Selena an opportunity here. Selena, how are you doing? Let's go ahead and unmute, unmute yourself. There you go. Hey are. there, hey. I'm doing great. Welcome, 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 welcome. I actually just I just sent you a note that I was feeding my kids, but I was oh, listening. Sorry about that. <laughs> I know the family. The good old multitasking with Clubhouse. Yeah, totally get that. No worries. Just want to make sure you had an opportunity just to say hey. And um, I know you're up to a lot of amazing things yourself. Well, the first question is, can you even hear me? (laughs) Right? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. You're good. Okay. Because lately, Clubhouse has been latching on to all 17 Bluetooth devices that I have in my house and then like crashing. So um, no, you're good. So we can hear you. It's been kind of hard. Right. All right. Awesome. Well, well, I will, um, I'll come back in in a little bit for, for now. I'm just catching up and Ashley and Ashley and Gary, you guys just sound awesome. And Steve, thank you for bringing me in here to meet these awesome folks. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Okay. Circle back when, when you can. Good having you awesome. here. 
Uh, is it April or April? I don't want to butcher your name. Either is fine. Either is fine. You're easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's April. We brought I brought April up because I know someone had just asked about the podcast. April is one of our best listeners. Um, she always has something incredible to say and participates in our Dear Young Queen room. So I just wanted to bring her up if anybody um, was going to ask any questions. She's got a great listener perspective. Nice. Yeah. So I just got on to podcasts um, pr- uh, probably about a year before we all went into this panorama and honestly the um the beautiful thing about the ask ashley podcast is that it's a super comfortable space um since i had been probably listening to podcasts for about a year and some change um prior to their podcast i already had kind of a filter of what i thought was important for me when listening to a podcast and the girls i mean the organic way that they have grown and we have grown with them as their listeners has been super um a beautiful thing to see and and the great thing is is that i do know gc and understanding what he was putting together was um helpful and learning that there's going to be a lot more podcasts out there that really talk to the audience that is me and a woman of color um, that kind of understand where i'm coming from now i've listened to all types of podcasts it's not just particular to um, my demographic, but it is nice to know that there's a place in a space where I can go and find um, like-minded individuals and get a lot of um, information um, that I use. I, I tend to use podcasts as when I'm driving and it's, I really just appreciate this type of podcast because it's fun. And, and they also teach you a few things in there as well. Yeah. I love that. Let me, that's, for the- that's, Ahead, April, yeah, April. I really appreciate that. But you know, she said something, Steve, that made my that made me think a little bit mm. back to your question about about Clubhouse. Um, we Ashley and I have been really adamant about bringing our listeners on our journey with us. So that means starting on Zoom and having shit sound. That means having a bad episode and losing it, and then letting everybody know that this episode is short because we lost the rest of it, right? And like forming our segments and. Clubhouse has been helpful in that. To hear that direct feedback from someone like April, Ashley and I were able to apply it in real time. And then also credit our listeners for their participation in building the show, right? And so it's super cool um, to be able to use these tools in a time like this. And thanks, uh, April, for for pointing that growing with us point uh, point out. I appreciate it. Yeah, totally get that. And let's let's kind of go back to the to the whole. And embryonic stages here, just getting started and finding your voice. Like, at what point do you really feel like you found your groove in terms of just being able to be who you are without any just kind of pretense or even really giving thought to to what people are thinking? I mean, did, is that something you had to work your way into, or was it just kind of that way for you guys out of the gate? Um, I can speak to that a little bit. I think the one thing when me and Ashley were starting is that was the premise of the show. We wanted to be completely authentic and ultimately just let you guys in on our weekly checkup as friends. And so one of the keys I think, which you know makes our show special is that it is really authentic and we do stay very true to who we are. Um, I've, I've been actually on reality television before. So I had a little bit of a grasp of what it means to be, you know, like put yourself out there and allow people to see 
who you really are. And that was one thing that I like about the podcast because on television, you get edited and they feed you lines and they want you to be a certain way. And one thing that, and one of the reasons why we wanted to start the podcast was, you know, I love connecting with people, but I want to connect with them, you know, authentically. And that is one of the things that, you know, that I love about the podcast is how authentic it is. Um, I would say because we are friends and we started it together, we kind of just jumped right off the bat with feeling comfortable. And the other thing that's great about it is, you know, we do all our own editing. So at the end of the day, like if we get a little too real and it's like, oh shoot, did I say that? I don't know how comfortable I am with that. Well, girl, we can edit it out, you know? So um, I think that allows us to be as real as possible knowing that, oh, if we, if we went a little too far or we, you know, whatever, there's always the opportunity to maybe pull back just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, look, the, the reality is it's kind of like a little bit of the chicken and the egg. And you get in that situation where you're like, eh, do do I want to do this in order to be able to attract the people? Or do I just simply, you know, do I just, I guess, be who I am? And, and it's like the difference between attraction marketing and, and repellent marketing, right? I mean, it's like, do you want to repel the people that are not supposed to be interested in what you're doing? Or do you want to attract the people who will? It's like, it, it, and oftentimes you get you get a little bit of both, but most of the time people seem to choose a particular lane as far as that's concerned, but it, it becomes increasingly difficult, I think, for many and for most to really find their stride and find their groove because just it's a very noisy, crowded market out there. And so you guys were able to, to build up a pretty significant following. I mean, if you're touching a million people a week, what what do you think really turn the corner for you as far as getting to those sort of numbers are concerned then like that's that's pretty damn impressive what what are you doing there yeah so i as much as i want to just i would love to say that the podcast was doing a million impressions a week since october that would be magical and we would have probably charged you a lot social of money right you were saying on social. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 social exactly yeah okay. all right great <laughs> um so I think what it was is that, I mean, outside of me being an analytics nerd and a numbers girl that literally was watching what was responding and what wasn't responding um, and in a time before it was cool for people to be social media coaches, um, I also really just stay true to the voice and the tone of what, of what the brand is. Um, I do not try, I, I think I fall more of the lines of, of a louder voice of the people I want to attract more than I, I, than I try to repel people. Mm. Um, and, and I also think that I flood as much as I can. I flood women with content, right? It's like this idea that if they didn't see something on Monday, you better be sure they saw it on Tuesday. And if yeah. not, they definitely better seen, seen it by Wednesday. Right. And yeah. in order to confirm to, in order to make sure that that's happening, you have to flood the content and it's not flooding frivolous content. It's flooding more content that they react to. Right. Ashley and I are on this new reels challenge. Right. I, I started doing some digging around and I realized how Instagram was throwing reels into the algorithm. And I noticed that if you posted two to three reels a week and included them on your page, at least one of them was going to cross the twenty thousand uh, dollar twenty thousand view mark. Mm. Right. And so it, it's really playing with that. And I think that people don't realize how much of people who are able to build large social media followings, how much of it is not accidental and how intentional it really, truly is. Um, I use we use apps to, to, to let me know what times of day to post based on when my following is active. 
Um, I, you know, I, I, I try to follow all of the rules, quote unquote, that I can find buried in articles on the internet. Um, and, and then I pass those nuggets on to Ashley, right? Ashley's following and, you know, she's naturally works in entertainment and she was on a reality television show. Um, but her following was grown without all of these hacks. So Mm -hmm. when I tell her about all these hacks, she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, girl, if you did this hack, you'd have double, you know, Mm -hmm. you'd have triple. Um, so we have a nice, healthy blend between me, who's like a, a, a numbers nerd, and Ashley, who's like, no, actually, maybe make have on a cooler outfit and people will like you, yeah. right? And it's that yeah. it's a really healthy blend, <laughs> which is true, right? It's a really healthy blend of me being a nerd and her being really organically cool um, that allows us to, to, to create some really great content. Love that. All right, Cindy, a uh, question for Ashley and Ashley or uh, GC? Hi. Yes. Um, thank you for having me. Actually, I'm a newbie when it comes to podcasts. I just launched my podcast um, last week and I still have a lot of questions and trying to figure out um, how to make my podcast more um, engaging for with my audience. Um, what I do is I help women to gain confidence by learning about car maintenance. So what I'm doing with my podcast is just trying to bring a stories uh, from my audience to help more women that feel empowered and not intimidated when it comes to bring their car to the mechanic. My question is for you is how I can, or what I can do to bring my, my, my podcast more exposed to my audience. I don't know anything about how to actually get my podcast out there and, and make it exposed to more women. Yeah. Um, Steve, do you want us to take this? Or I know you and you're yeah, the, I mean, the I think pod you can, guru. Right, right, right. No, but I think from your perspective, it would be really, really helpful because it sounds yeah. like, uh, I'm just kind of, mm, but Cindy sounds like she may be a little bit of an accent there. So maybe there's some crossover between what you do, GC. And, you know, I know you work with a lot of people, you know, POC. Yeah, I, so that might be better for you guys to, to help provide some yeah. direction for her. Sure. Yeah. So I would say, Cindy, first of all, what a cool concept, right? Like the idea of female that I look at my, I have a dear young queen meme that says like, I turn on my car and as long as the radio works and there's gas in it, we're good to go. So like, I definitely know that there's certainly a market for this, right? So the first thing is, is that I would just start finding out where your people are, right? So where are women there? I would start the dear young queen meme, right? Literally that meme I just made about cars and mechanics. And I would click the people that maybe have have left a funny comment or a story about the last time they went to the mechanic and said, hi, I thought you might appreciate this and share the link with them, right? There are car magazines, there are uh, mechanic magazines, there's boards with women who are complaining about not being able to fix their cars. There's um, probably dating apps for people who love cars. You know, I would just dig into all things cars, all things mechanics, all things women struggling. And, and start to find how people are touching your audience through those various different ways. Um, and then try to dig your, your feet into it. I also hear that a lot of um, pairing with other small podcasters is something that a lot of people are doing um, to grow their audience. Uh, so I would suggest something like that. Ash, do you have any tips? Um, I think those are really great. Uh, yeah, that was the one thing that I that some of the advice that I got early on when we were starting our podcast is to pair with other 
you know, small podcasters or podcasters that are starting out. So I think that's a really good tip, Ash. Like if you can, you know, social media is, is king. So, you know, if you can connect with people on social media and then maybe you go on their podcast or they come on yours or, you know, the cross marketing always, always can be very helpful. Well, hopefully that's helpful, Cindy. And uh, definitely check out what we're doing here in Club Pod. I mean, there's rooms going 24-7 darn near. So lots of uh, lots of opportunities to learn from folks who have shows and to be able to come up and ask questions. So definitely make sure you do that uh, as well. And good luck with the show. The mo- most important thing is, you know, just get started. Just have at it, get it done, and uh, and, you'll, and you'll learn. You'll improve, and you'll get it where you want it to be over time. But just just get started. Let me do this. Um, I, w- I want to make sure that if there's anything else you guys want to add, you have an opportunity to do so. Um, like I said, still trying to figure out what on earth happened here in Clubhouse today because it's just been the well, weirdest thing from a. I didn't want to tell. I didn't. I wasn't sure, but when I went to log in, you have it so that only club members can join. Yeah. Did you unlock the room? We did. We did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Great. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We um, did. I don't know. It's just the weirdest thing, but still no, trying to figure happening. all this fun stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. It's been happening. Don't worry. Yeah. So, um, look, out of, out of respect for your time, and I know you guys are super busy. Do you see anything else you'd like to add before uh, before we let uh, Ashley and Ashley jump here? Uh, absolutely. Uh, certainly. Of course, Steve. Thank you um, for you know for creating the giving us the opportunity to have this conversation. Yeah. Last thing I do want to say is um, we recently, as of two weeks ago, we launched the first multicultural podcast app in the country. So this is the first app that is a centralized location where brands and consumers can find, can hear and support black voices. Uh, our, our inventory is about right now 80 percent of a from the AA creators and about 20 percent uh, from creators from the from the Latinx community. So it's our first app. It's on uh, it's an Apple App Store, PDM, Pod Digital Media. Uh, download it, give us some ratings, listen to some voices. And if you're a podcaster that currently has a podcast and you're looking for new ways, uh, new distribution means or new ways for your podcast to get discovered, feel free to go ahead and upload your podcast in our app. And um, last thing I would say is that also too, uh, if you don't have a studio, but you're looking to launch a podcast, you can really record and launch your podcast right from the app and your content will be exclusive to our platform. Uh, and as your audience grow, we'll also, we'll also be able to help you monetize that content. So, uh, but again, thank you, Steve, for creating this, uh, giving us the opportunity to come here on your platform to have this conversation. Ash and Ash, salute! Thank you guys for being for making your schedule flexible to join us in this conversation. GC, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for always letting us be one of your mouthpieces um, for Pod Digital Media. <laughs> For sure. And Steve, we love what you're doing. We Thanks. followed you on all your we followed you on all our socials. We're excited to to watch how you continue to grow everything you have going with Club Pod and Clubhouse and, and, and all your ventures. Yeah, appreciate that. And uh let's definitely make sure we connect. Just Steve at podcastmagazine.com is the direct email. And let's make sure we connect because we'd love to get a feature going for you guys uh for sure in the in the magazine as well. So we'll, we'll make that happen. Awesome. Thank you awesome. so much. Thanks Steve. so much, Steve. We appreciate it. All right, my friends. We will talk to you guys okay. next time here in Club Pod. Thank you, GC. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. We'll talk to you guys next time here inside of Club Pod. Take care, everybody. Bye, Bye Steve. Bye. Bye. Bye.